T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome. I'm Jim Sharp. I'm the Deputy Supervisor for the Town of Grand Island, and we're here to talk about the Grand Island Tolls. Uh, with me today, I have Pat Whelan, the director of uh, Niagara Global Tourism Institute, Mike Bellani, uh, Bellani Associates, Brandon Brian, excuse me, Brian Michaels, uh, citizen advocate for the tolls, and then uh, Wayne West from Century 21. Uh, with that, I'm going to turn the mic over to Mike Bellani. Uh, thank you very much, Jim. I'm Mike Bellani, and I'm a resident of uh, Grand Island. And my wife, Debbie, and Pat Whalen met with um, the supervisor soon after he was elected last year. And we said, Mr. Supervisor, these tolls must come down. The, they're antiquated. They're causing pollution for people that stand in line. And if they can't come down and be replaced with no money to come over, put up a very easy drive-through, much like they have in Canada. This is what they have in Florida. It's all over the place. Um, we talk in the state about tourism. We've got one of the greatest wonders of the world here in Niagara Falls. People in western New York do not want to come over. This morning on the web poll on WBEN, a young lady was saying she wants to live on Grand Island, but she would never consider it because of the tolls. We're losing people to our businesses. Over here, we have one of the greatest parks at Beaver Island State Park. We now have a new bike path. We need the tolls to come down. Thank you. Thank you, sir. We'll now talk to Pat Whelan. Thanks, Jim. I'm Pat Whelan. I'm with the Niagara Global Tourism Institute. And as Mike said, I've been uh, talking about the tolls for some time. I'm not so sure the money is the biggest issue uh, from a tourism perspective, but those tolls certainly represent a psychological barrier, especially when we're trying to connect Buffalo and Niagara Falls. So I've been advocating for some kind of solution. doesn't necessarily mean that the uh, money goes away, but there's got to be some kind of way to alleviate the traffic problem between Niagara Falls and Buffalo, and I think these, these tolls, because there's no shoulders after you pay the toll, uh, and there's jockeying for position. If a truck is moving up that steep hill slowly, cars try to get around that truck, and they're actually going from five lanes, six lanes to, to one. There's a lot of fender benders. There's certainly no serious accidents because the vehicles are moving so slowly, but there are a lot of fender benders, and any fender bender results in a traffic tie-up because there's no place to pull over and exchange information between the two drivers. So. The tolls definitely, the physical structures definitely have to be moved, in my opinion. Uh, whether that uh, becomes a, a cashless toll or they move to some other place, uh, I don't know. I'm not the expert on that, but I certainly know that there's a, there's a traffic impediment and that's causing a psychological barrier between the, our two cities. Thank you very much. I'd like to introduce you, Wayne West from Century 21. 
Thank you, Jim. Good morning. Uh, Wayne West, Century 21, a real estate agent, longtime resident and business uh, man on Grand Island. And part of the uh, move to get the easy pass onto the thruway system over 20 years ago. Um, natural transition from the old ticket books to the transponder, but the, we recommended some time ago to go with the, uh, the barrierless system because it would improve the traffic flow, it would improve the time and uh, commutes for our, our businesses and our residents, and I'd just like to see this move forward. I'd like to introduce you, Brian Michelle, a citizen. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us here today. I had the citizen end of this. I started a page on Facebook, WNY, for Grand Island Tollberry removal months ago, and today we have thousands of supporters. We are on the cusp of real change and putting our plan into action. I, today, I am pleased to announce the kickoff of our efforts to start a petition to eliminate the Grand Island tolls as we know them today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the instrument of change. Along with the petition will come billboards. We'll be putting them up around Grand Island and, of course, citizen engagement. On Wednesday, March 22nd, at 225 3rd Street, Niagara Falls, New York, we'll be hosting a public forum, a way to get the citizens together so that we can begin our efforts to bring about this change that we're on the verge of bringing about. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. With that, I'd like to introduce you to the Grand Island Town Supervisor, Nathan McMurray. Thanks. Well, first, thanks for everyone for coming. I really do appreciate it. Um, first, I want to say thank you to Patrick Whalen. Patrick Whalen has been a good friend of mine over the last year. He has given me a lot of great advice and input. And also, Mr. Bellani here. Mr. Bellani is a, he's a great person. He's full of life and energy. And to have him and his spirit, it's really buoyed me up as supervisor. A couple things. A year ago, we had a press conference down by the bridges. A lot of people said, what a waste of time. Why are they doing this? Those tolls are never going to go anywhere. And we had those t-shirts. Jim is so kind to model today. <laughs> we had the home free t-shirts. And it got a lot of excitement. And it has had an impact. People like Brian, where's Brian? Brian have reached out to me. There's groups starting. And that's really the first reason why I did this to begin with, because as a candidate for supervisor, people would talk to me, especially business people, about the impact of the tolls and how it was hurting Grand Island. Brian, in particular, he, he reached out to me recently and said, do you realize the amount of feedback I'm getting on this Facebook page? I didn't even know the Facebook page existed. He saw our press, press conference last year. He, he started it. He felt inspired to do it as a commuter. And that's the type of grassroots movement that's happening right now. So why is there this movement? Well, first of all, there's many issues with the tolls. There's pollution and fumes that are affect our families. We all know on that Tonawanda side on the South Bridge, there's a collection of heavy industry there that pollutes the air. Why add a traffic jam to it? 
There are delays and traffic jams that affect tourism. I know I talk about this frequently. Western New York, we take it for granted, but it is one of the most special places in the world. When I was living overseas for such a long time, I visited homes from Delhi to Shanghai to all over, and every middle-class family had a picture of someone standing in front of Niagara Falls. We need to find ways to make people stay longer and be more welcome, and that toll is an insult when people get here. It also affects working-class families more than anyone else. People who have to come here, some of our cashiers on the island, um, some people who visit their families on the island. That dollar means something. It isn't a significant impact. There are many reasons to change the tolls. Also, if you look at teardownthegitolls.com, a website I created, you can read about the history of the tolls. And the history of the tolls is it's, it, it's kind of shocking. Every 20 years or so, they find another reason to renew those tolls when the original promise was that they would go away after the bridges are paid for. So my goal remains the same, to remove the tolls. However, I'm a solutions-oriented man. I'm a realistic man. I realize that something that's been there for 80 years does not change overnight, and I'm willing to take baby steps. And that's why I have you here today. I feel we are very close to a change. Now, there's different options. There's a whole spectrum of options. Cashless tolling, Mr. Bellani spoke about it and Mr. Whalen spoke about it. Cashless tolling is already an option that's being used in New York State. And I'm hopeful that it will come to Grand Island soon. And I, I know others are also hopeful. There was a recent report that it would be a decade until we received cashless tolling on Grand Island. I don't think that's acceptable. I say cashless tolling now as a first step. I also want to have a better understanding of where all that toll money goes. I want money invested into the bridges, and I want more evidence of it, more transparency. I think those bridges should be covered with LED lights. I've been saying it since I was a candidate. The Peace Bridge LED lights are beautiful. They have changed the way that area looks. It's magnificent. If we had LED lights on both the Grand Island Bridge and the Peace Bridge, it would create an, opening, an open corridor of beauty. I think it's something that can be done for a few days' worth of tolls. It's something we can implement. I mean, we're not talking about huge investments. We can use the toll money that's already being generated to put back right here to improve things. So my takeaway for you today is to get involved. I told you we're close to a change. We're close to a change because the community is getting engaged, people like Brian, Pat, and now politicians. There's more politicians jumping on board since last year. The change is going to happen. And I have received positive response from the highest levels in, West, in New York State. The politicians also want to change. But that change is never going to happen unless more people stand up and get involved. As a politician for now for over a year, I can tell you that one well-written, well-placed letter has an, from a citizen, not from a politician, from a citizen, has a huge impact. It has a, more of an impact than the average citizen can believe. It is placed in the right spot to the right leader. That leader will respond because we respond and we serve the people. So I want more people involved. So how can you get involved? One of the first steps, if you go to teardownthegitolls.com, there's an online petition you can sign. Go to the Take Action link. Go to that Take Action link and sign that online petition. Also, go to Brian's event next week. Learn more. Go ahead, Brian. That's continue. Oh, sorry. yes, sir. On the 22nd, I'm sorry, the 22nd. Excuse me. 
you can go and learn more about the tolls and how we can change things and how we can do more. But that's what I need you to do, to get involved. And I want this to be positive and solutions oriented. It's easy to point fingers and say, this guy's to blame or he's to blame or this is the problem. It's always been this way. That's not what I want. We've all inherited these tolls. It's 80 years. We've all inherited the tolls, but we've all, we can all play a part in the solution and making Western New York a more inviting and better place. Cashless tolls, not in 10 years, not in 20 years, now. That's step one. I think we should all say that in unison. Cashless tolls now. And as a second point, I would add to that, LED lighting now. That's a small change for a small investment that will have a significant impact on the beauty of our region. And then as a third step, more transparency. But again, cashless tolling now. That's the message I want to leave with you today. So with that, we'll open the floor up to questions if there's any questions. Feel free to address anybody up here. You're saying uh, cashless tolls, do you mean, is there ever a plan to get rid of um, the toll fees at all, completely? Well, that, listen, if that, if that could happen, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. I think those tolls are a significant burden to all of us. However, like I said, I'm realistic. And if we're implementing that technology elsewhere, we're implementing it right now at the Tampa Sea Bridge. Why leave out Western New York? You said it. He, he fought for Easy Pass. There was a time when Easy Pass was considered wild out there thinking. We fought for it. We got it. It's worked. Let's take it to the next step. Let's get cashless tolling now. Do you agree? That's the next step. That is the next step. And one of the points of that, it needs, it needs approval in Albany. And one of the good news is that our uh, new state senator who represents Grand Island, uh, Chris Jacobs, uh, one of his first actions was to write a letter um, to all the powers to be um, overseeing the thruway and in the governor's office um, advocating for uh, tollless uh, roads and the, um, that type of uh, system you know, there and bring what's happening in New York City, bring it here to Western New York. And it's all part of the overall tourism. I mean, I question how many people in Western New York go to Niagara Falls, and many that I talk to say, I don't want to get stuck at the bridge. Like Pat said, it's a mental, it's now become a mental game. I have business owners on the island who have to psychologically prepare people to come because of the tolls. They say, listen, it's not so bad. Come on over. The bridges will always be a barrier because those bridges are old and they're tight and they're narrow. Why make it worse by slowing traffic down and making people reach into their wallet and dig out a dollar? Um, but back to his point, I've also received, I'm going to say, there's been positive be feedback to me on the cashless tolling idea from the governor's office. As I said in my remarks, we are close to a change, but change doesn't happen unless there's that last push. My, my mom used to say, you've got to finish. Anyone can start, but finishers are wanted. So we need to figure out a way to finish this. Read your, read your license plate. You just drive right through and then you get billed. It's simple. Unless you have uh, easy pass. Yes. That'll work. Well, some people will say, some people will say hey, well, uh, we don't want that. Why on earth would I want the government reading my plate or whatever? Let's be realistic. Every time you go over that bridge, you are already being read. You're getting photographs taken of you and you're being documented. 
So why not use that technology to make it easier for you to get over here or for you to get to Lewiston? For those who live in Lewiston, East Aurora might as well be on Jupiter. Our region, Upper Niagara, is cut off from the Lower Niagara. We need to get this whole region connected so there's a flow of traffic. If you're, we have a lot of tourists from East Asia on Grand Island that stay at our hotel here, the Radisson Hotel, the newly refurbished and beautiful Radisson Hotel. <laughs> they stay there, and a lot of these, uh, these, these tourists, they just go in, get their picture, and get out. Can you imagine if we even had 2 or 3% more traveling to Canal Side? or traveling to stay downtown and enjoy the many new amenities in Buffalo. That's the goal. How does EasyPass and this uh, other idea of reading license plates, I mean, won't we still have to slow down as we go through? Can I, can go I ahead, yes, it? go ahead. There's a couple of different options on how that works. Yeah, yeah, come on over, sorry. <laughs> There are a couple of different options on how that works. You can have one system that has like a transponder above or below, and it'll read the EasyPass transponder that's in there. If you don't have it, it'll give you a signal to pull over to the side, and you can still do a cashless toll. The other option is to be able to just have some kind of a, and usually it is the license plate read, and then you just mail, get mailed your bill for the toll. So either way, you you've, you improve you don't necessarily have to slow down. In Oklahoma and in Florida, they have it above ground and they just go straight through. You, so you're not slowing down, speeding up, which again is also wasting gas. If you can maintain, set your cruise control, again, you're talking about savings there. Thank you, sir. So in 1997, the 407 highway opened north of Toronto. And I, at the time, was in the logistics business and our trucks had transponders in them. They never slowed down. There was never a toll built on that highway. And guess what? If I drive my personal car down the 407, I get a bill from 407 because they take a picture of my license plate, get the information from New York State T uh, Department of Motor Vehicles, and send me a bill. So we're already having our plates read. We're having our plates read by people in Ontario and sending us a bill. So I don't know why people would be upset about having our, our license plate read in New York State and saving us time and money. Uh, Pat, the other point on that is some people feel, well, you know, you're just, the state's losing money because of that. You cannot get your car, your license registered if you have an outstanding bill from Florida or Canada and you don't pay that bill. It, it goes to the DMV and that you can't renew your license and registration. So the money's guaranteed. Nick, can you talk more about the lighting idea you have, the LED lighting? Sorry, can I ask you something yes. off of this about the... Sure. How much would it cost? Obviously, you guys have done some research on this. How much would it cost to put one of these in and take out the toll booth? It, it, there'll, there'll be a significant cost, but remember, we're generating millions and millions of dollars every year. I highly doubt that revenue is being all invested back into those bridges. Nate, how much money has been generated approximately in 80 years? There's no way to know, but I tell you what, those bridges have been paid off many, many, many times over, and it's you know, it, there's no way to know is the, is the short answer. I've tried to figure it out. I've wrote letters. I've made requests. It's very difficult to find out. But we do know the bridges have been paid off long ago. There's a court case in the early 80s that, where that was stated very clearly. You said a significant cost. Is that millions? Is that hundreds of thousands? Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it's millions. But remember, these tolls generate millions every year. Okay. Go ahead, Tim's sir. question. It's okay with her question. Um, <laughs> so, you know, 
how would that be funded? You talked about the tolling. Well, again, I mean, we know that our money here that's been generated by these bridges have been diverted all over the place. I mean, it goes to the New York Three Authority, which also was over the canal system for a long time. So we know the money has been spent in other ways. It hasn't stayed here. A lot of people will say to me when I bring the subject up, hey, those Grand Islanders are collecting all our money. We don't get any of that money. None of that money comes to our town government. So I'm just asking for solutions to put some of that money back in right here into Grand Island. And I think the LED light idea is fantastic. If you look around the world, bridges, bridges are already beautiful. They're one of the finest forms of architecture, a beautiful bridge. People come from all over Western New York to take, or all over New York State and the, in the Northeast to take pictures of the Grand Island Bridge. You can see these pictures we have all over Town Hall. It's a beautiful bridge. The both bridges are beautiful. It would be an accentuated like they've done in Germany or in other places with lights or like we've done at the Peace Bridge. Last year, when, when the, uh, the musician Prince died, they turned those lights purple. And it was fun. And it got a huge response all over the country. At 4th of July, they turned the Peace Bridge red, white, and blue. If, could you imagine if we could do a pairing with our bridges? But do you fear that adding that expense would uh, negate the, the ability to, to eradicate the toll someday? Well, I'm from the business world. I believe to make money, you've got to invest a little bit. And I think that that expense is very reasonable, especially if you look at the cost of LED lighting. LED lighting is increasingly cheap. This is not a major, major outfit. This is not a new infrastructure project. But I think the goal has to be baby steps. And I think that's a reasonable investment, especially because of where we're heading as a community, towards tourism and towards enhancing the stay of people at Niagara Falls. Well, thank you guys for coming out. Can I just get a round of applause for these guys for coming out this morning? Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for your interest. Hey, before you go, everybody out there, please get involved. If you hate these ideas, send me an email. I'd be happy to read your emails and get back to you. Respond. Go to Brian's Facebook page. Go to my Facebook page. Go to teardownthegitolls.com. Again, thank you so much for coming. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.